When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takara, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I'm good. I'm using what is apparently the cat's mic. Yes. <laughs> covered in cat hair. They so. do their own podcast when I'm not around. They're it's much right. more successful. They are alt-right. They are on, uh, get, what's the, they are on uh, fucking compound media. <laughs> 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 they have some fucked up opinions, but you got to realize they've never left this apartment, so they don't have a lot of. No, no, like, no they don't know. Yeah, they don't know any well. better. <laughs> they, uh, you know, they don't understand like other cultures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, so myopic. They, these yeah, cats. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not their fault. They're small town cats in a big city. <laughs> um, we, uh, we, of course, uh, you've, you've heard it already. Ellery Smith is here today. Hi. Thanks so much for joining Thank us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, flattered. Yeah, no, it worked out so perfectly. Yeah. You posted about you uh, doing shows here, and I was like, holy shit, that's in New York City, the very <laughs> town we record this podcast in. God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> and I always say that. She does. <laughs> she does. <laughs> <laughs> ally, ally, ally. So I was in L.A. at the, We were doing a classic switcheroo. Um, I was in L.A. Taking, uh, having a nice little trip. By the way, I want to... Uh, just call attention to it. and a lot of uh, podcasters have agreed it is smart to just take a week and a half off the show and not tell anyone that you're not going to put yes. out an episode. <laughs> and also, when I saw each other at the bar, and I was like, "Should I tweet about it?" And we were both like, "No." Yeah, we'll see if anybody says anything. And, and no one did. One, we got one. We got one message like an hour ago. <laughs> it was uh, from John Gooden. It was funny. Hold on, let me find it. Uh, oh, damn it! Um, not uh, to be confused with John Wooden, uh, a famous basketball. <laughs> yep. It's it's March Madness, baby. We got to talk about it. The brackets are out. The brackets are out. The brackets are are more. I'm asking people on Tinder for help. It's a whole. That's a smart move. Yeah. I always play my company bracket, even though I don't follow it. And I always Mm. get some fucking lug to fill out the bracket for me. No offense, boys. Some some bracket simp. (laughs) I mean, it's it's you know, it's purposing their knowledge for a healthy outcome. Do you know what I mean? Sure, sure, of course. They're thankful for the opportunity. (laughs) Uh, All right, John Gooden. Only comment we got about the hiatus uh, says. I think think there was no episode this week because both guys lost their shirts on March Madness and they had to sell the podcast equipment. (laughs) That is true. We were on the street. They scalped all the equipment. (laughs) That's we sold it to the cats. That's how how, uh, we were living. No, um, this it is true. Me and Tommy are losing our hats on this March Madness. Uh, our shirts, what what have you. If I had hit last night, I wouldn't even have to do this fucking podcast anymore. 
I would have won $200 and I would have been out. $200. That's, that's, that's what I it need. takes to buy you out of this yes. podcast. If anybody wants to be the new host of this show, you pay me $200. It's a new tier where I'm bought out. And I hope you like editing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tommy's role is much more expensive. <laughs> show up and just start talking. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, so you've been in New York for the week. How's your trip been? It's good. We were just talking about this off mic mm-hmm. to to pull down the fourth wall, but yes. it's you guys are grinding here. It's busy. You're yes. all running from something emotionally. I don't oh, know yeah. what's happening, but <laughs> yeah. like the culture of go here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is is real. The spots. You gotta the get spots, them. There if you don't so, have the spots. Yeah. You can dying. get up way more times <laughs> yes. in New York than you can in LA. Yes. And I say, why bother? You know? <laughs> <laughs> that is like, because I, I was in LA and it's, it is, you're right. It's the opposite where, and I'm moving there in November. I'm like trying to get myself in the mindset of like, I've got to chill. Like, yeah, I yeah, yeah. One spot. A, if I can get one spot a night, and I only did a few because I was in horrific dental pain for half of the trip. Oh, That's yeah. the other reason why we didn't have an episode is I had my wisdom teeth <gasps> removed, which I... Aren't you kind of old for that? Yes. <laughs> I am 59 <laughs> no. years old. And, uh, <laughs> yes, I was... Uh, and the doctor did also say that. And uh, <laughs> it pissed me off. The de- I may have said this on the last... No, because it was before I got it, but... Uh, when I went to the oral surgeon, he was like, yeah, you fucked up. Like, uh, Oh, by waiting? Yeah, he was like, see, like this is what, I got a cavity from it pushing against, which I knew. That's why I went to get it. But, uh, you know, dental shit is expensive. Mm-hmm. And I was terrified for years. But it's very expensive. So I waited until I had insurance. And he was like, yeah, this is why I always tell people not to wait. And I was like... I am here. Yeah. It's over. I can't go back. Dentists uh, kill themselves the most out of any profession. What? Yeah, yeah, and that's why. <laughs> yes, because people are afraid to go to them, and then really? they're and so if, if one is a dickhead to you, just be like TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing the note for you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that. But uh, anyway, I was in some bad pain, but it is so nice there. Like it's everywhere. It's. People are just nice. People are LA. nice. It's be- I genuinely think it's a lifestyle difference. It's because of the weather. Yeah. But here's where it comes sort of it clashes against because I'm from Albany. Yes. So where I just noticed that when you when you called, I was like five one eight. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a from upstate. So this uh, where the sensibilities clash is in traffic. People yeah. drive so fucking slow. They don't care about where they're going. Blinkers are yeah. nobody uses a blinker. Would never dream of it. Yep. And if you are like walking somewhere fast people mm-hmm. think that you are rude or like in an emergency yeah yeah <laughs> it is a very slow it's a very slow city yeah i did i did notice that because i was in hermosa beach yeah like slow beach, as hell and i yeah. walk like old. very fast even when i'm just going for a walk and just yeah. like listening to podcasts and i was definitely having to walk around everyone and i was definitely like i'm not the same vibe as yeah. these people mm-hmm. yeah. it takes a while to get because yeah. i would like step on people's heels almost like oh, just yeah. be so mm-hmm. It takes a while. They don't get it. They, they don't, don't get like it. it either. They're like the, the guy I play, I randomly played golf with this stranger when I was out there. This is how nice people are. This I was playing I went every day to the Los Feliz like par 3 course and that was my like I'm in LA, I'm in pain. This is going to be my routine and it, this is going to make me like LA. And it did. It was fun, but I played with this guy who was so chill and he told me that he went to New York once to watch the Mets and he what 
it's so funny how people say this as if it's not the like hokiest thing, but they really do feel it's a, he was like, yeah, everybody was like, I'm walking here. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, people don't ever say that. People don't ever say that, but, but they mean the it. Vibe. They yeah. mean it. Yeah. yeah. People are walking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And also people just don't walk in LA. It feels people it do, like. Here's the other thing is if you suggest walk, cause I had to learn that lesson where I will still walk like two, three miles. Yeah. And so if my friends are out and stuff, I'll be like, oh, let's walk somewhere. After the first year, yeah. I was not allowed to say that to my friends anymore because they literally, won't, yeah. unless it's like genuinely under a half mile, they are not interested in walking there. It's bizarre. I, um, yeah. I walked an hour t- to a show from my friend's apartment. Wait, from where to where? Um, from downtown LA to, I think, Echo Park. Dude. Um, and my friend's wife was like, I don't think I've ever walked that far in my life. <laughs> There's also like, the infrastructure is very hostile to pedestrians yes. there. There are places where yeah. yeah. there's just no yeah. yeah, so you probably went through some really, like, you weren't on sidewalks. Google yeah. Maps had me like saying I should basically go like over a highway. And yeah. I, like, yeah. I think I could yeah. do that. But, yeah. but people do try. Yeah. It's yeah. bananas. I've had to sprint across the highway in LA before Damn. because oh I just didn't plan right. And I did that. I did like a two hour walk because I had all day to get to a show so i was like oh, i'll just walk because in new york we do that all the yeah, time like, it's not weird to do that it's here. not weird to like mm-hmm. bike or walk to things like if i if if something is like a f- under an hour walk i'm I'll do so it. often yeah. i'm like i'll just walk there get get in some nice little steps but yeah it's just not a thing there well also something i'm realizing here is like between first of all ubers are 25 percent more expensive than they are in la they're yes. so expensive, they're so they expensive here it's yeah. crazy and then also yeah. oftentimes it will take as long for an uber as it would to walk or to, yep. to mm-hmm. take a train yeah 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 it's it's not worth it because the traffic is so bad here too yeah because it's not a town f- they don't want you to drive so no. it's like it's built for taking the train and like. I uh, learned from that John Wilson how to with John Wilson yeah, yeah. that that New York is the largest outdoor storage facility of cars in the world. Yeah, right. I forgot about that. The episode. parking episode. Yeah, yeah, that was a great. Episode. It was a great episode. Great yeah. show. Great the show. Best. I was uh, hanging out with uh, friends of the show, Casey, James, Lingo, and Courtney McGinnis the next day, and we were driving somewhere, and they were obsessing about their parking spot, and they were like, "I was like, did you just watch the?" Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the, the John Wilson, and they were like, "We just watched it," and they, it was real. Tommy just took a, a little sip of spin drift. I like and, that. That's uh, a, a that's a tall boy spin drift. Yeah, you got a big boy. Uh, you got to get a brown bag for that can. one. <laughs> I also do not shape. like the flavor. <laughs> and it is so big. <laughs> that is so and funny. Drink the whole thing. You're stuck to it. I got to tell you, I'm not a spin drift man. No, me neither. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay out here. If you can do polar seltzer, why wouldn't you? I do yeah. like polar. seltzer. We don't really have. It's only just hitting LA. Yeah, I'm a Schweppes man myself. A Schweppes man. I'm a Schweppes man. That's crazy. Yeah, if I can get a Schweppes. That's so 1940s. <laughs> hey, it was a good era. Um, <laughs> a lot of good things were happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom was in Paris holding <laughs> <Yes>. it down. <laughs> Saying wisdom teeth. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll get those eventually. <laughs> um, all right, we got to get into the music. But before we do, I'd, <laughs> I want to. I have to tell this uh, story because... and. Ellery just had a similar story about a show at Stand Up New York last night where someone, the bump culture is back, baby. Bumping is back (laughs) in a big way. Not off keys either. No, no, no. Uh, Not off keys on stages. And it's, it's, it's insane. So I was in LA at the comedy store I did, um, Friend of the show, Josh Adam Meyer's show, uh, Shimmy Shimmy. Yeah. And it was, it was packed. It was super fun. But then I, they had me going last, and then right before my spot, they go, uh, somebody says to me, I think Chris Rock is going on, <laughs> and he wasn't supposed to be there. He was on the lineup. He's been in New York doing this in 
at the cellar. Like I've had uh, at the cellar, I've had like two shows where they're like, "Hey, Chris Rock is gonna go on right before you. Just go home, man. <laughs> like <laughs> you can go home. We'll still pay you, but go home." And it's like obviously, it's a thrill to see Chris Rock. The first couple times. <laughs> but I was like, there's no fucking way this guy traveled across the country to bump my ass here. And uh, no, it was everybody was super excited because they had all gone up. And then it was only me that was like, oh, shit. And they were like, he's only going to do 20. He does an hour. Um, and I still went up. It was still fun. It was uh, uh, it all worked out. But it, I had such an awkward green room moment where. Because the green room at the store is like this back room that like everybody was just hanging out. Like it was, uh, Lake was there and like this masseuse. It was like a happening scene. But then it's just, I walked in there and it's just Chris Rock and me and like two other people. And he looks at me just for a second. And I went, <laughs> I didn't. I you know the, you know those encounters where you got Muppet you, mouth. I got Muppet <laughs> mouth. I've never heard that. I, I made that, that up. <laughs> that was great. I like that. I got Muppet mouth. Um, no, I like. T- I couldn't. I, it's one of those that I've been replaying every single thing I did in the green room during his time there. Every when I wake up, I'm just like, "What the fuck was that about?" <laughs> What was I doing back there? I just went, I didn't give him a full one. And then he started talking about his shoulders hurt. And I was like, yeah, my shoulders hurt too, man. <laughs> and like, we just talked about that for a minute. I was like, why the fuck did I say that? His shoulders do hurt, but it's what kind of conversation are we going to have now? So, and everybody else got a picture with him and I didn't, and I felt stupid, but you know, I got a sneaky picture from the side of the stage. <laughs> Did you have any fun encounters with Jeremy, Jeremy Piven? Piven? No, no, just the one I explained to you, which is mm-hmm. not my story to tell, but it's an off mic story. You got to get on the Patreon. You got to get on the Patreon for that one. I don't even know if we'll talk no, about it there. He bumped me. He did 25 minutes. Yeah. I didn't watch any of them. I'm sure that they were fine. Did you still go on though? I still went on. Yeah. I went, um. Did I go? No, no, no. I didn't go after him. Neil Neil went after him, mm. I think. Yeah. And I went after Neil. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Tommy, you getting bumped anytime recently? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you no, been I moved? shown a lot of respect. So. <laughs> <laughs> they see your name on the line of the guy. Tommy's bumping people. That. He's exactly. moved into the second <laughs> echelon where... I am the one who yeah. bumps. <laughs> you Muppet Mouth bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Some poor open micer in the oh, green in the green room is be like, Tommy, I'm so nice. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Tommy? <laughs> I, I did get bumped from the line at a pool party in Vegas. Yes, <laughs> in a, in a really okay. quick story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, it just pissed me the hell off because we yeah. were going to this this fancy pool party, and I don't own a bathing suit. That's not really my scene. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. So I show up in black shorts. Yeah. That. I would swim in. I have swum in. Mm-hmm. You're like a goth guy. I'm kind of, and I've got my eyeshadow, <laughs> my fingernails. Yeah. But this guy in line, he's like, you can't wear those shorts at the party. Wait, and I was like, why? I'm not even going to go in the pool. And I have swum in these before. And yeah. he goes, I don't know why you're being a problem. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and I was like, look, man, all my friends are, can I just go in? Like, we have like a private thing here. Like, it's a, it's a bunch of money. Can I just go in with yeah. my friends? He goes, no, you got to go. You got to go to Top Golf. You got to buy yourself to a swimsuit. Top Golf. You need to change this is there. The this part. is yeah. so. St- He's like, and don't come back to line unless you're wearing a bathing suit. I was like, so you have to change at Top Golf. Yes. Too? <laughs> you're well, going to so- take your dick out at Top Golf. <laughs> you're definitely not supposed to do. You're that. definitely not supposed to do that. <laughs> so I go over to Top Golf. <laughs> And they have one like rack of bathing suits among all the golf stuff that they should be selling. Yeah. And it's eighty five dollars. 
And I just said no. No. So I'm like, no. today is not the day where I spend $85 no. on a bathing suit. On a bathing suit. suit. And uh-uh. then to go to the loudest daytime pool party full also, of the drunkest yes. people you've ever met in your life. Like, this is part of our sexist society, but... A man's bathing suit should not cost more than Never. twenty dollars. Like, <laughs> it's just shorts. Okay, here's That's my thing it. about that: is bikinis are often ninety five dollars, I mean. and they are they are this much fabric. <laughs> like, That's what I mean. and the older I get, the smaller they get, and sure. it's really. <laughs> yeah. the, well, there's like at least there's some design that goes into it, I guess. It's but it is true that it's. Let's go. They should all be very cheap. Little, I'm so sorry. Little. little kids are making them for free anyway. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> and those kids put their heart and soul into it, and they want them to be free. They you, could. They say, please make these cheap. <laughs> I make kids unionize, but for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I walked, I walked up the road, like 20 minutes up the road, found like a souvenir shop, got a bathing yeah. suit <laughs> that was for $17. Mm. That so it took me forever. I finally get back in line. They're like, "Oh, sorry, the cabana's like there's too many people. We can't let anyone else in." And I was just like, "No, yeah, this isn't happening." I'm proud of time. And I called moment. someone else over. I'm like, "Look, this guy made me get out of line and go buy a swimsuit and come back." And then wouldn't oh he's God. trying to not let me in? And I'm going in. And, yeah. it's, and like there was an insane amount of money spent on this thing. And yes. the guy was like, "Yeah, that's fine. You can go oh in." God. And it was just turns out it was hey. just this one guy being a dick. But Tommy's Karen ways finally. <laughs> Workout. He was like, "Listen, I'm gonna come back with a gun." <laughs> they have them at Top Golf. <laughs> they have them at Top Golf. Like eighty five bucks. Same. You get a discount when you buy them with those swimming trunks. It's so funny. I w- we were at Top Golf. Uh, like the I was at Top Golf in Portland uh, two days ago. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> I hear it's really such fun. trash. I like that. Is I exactly think that's fine. That's it was fine. so fun. I'd never done it before. My sister and brother-in-law took me for uh, visiting them in Portland. It was a great time. Um, anyway. All right. Let's get into <laughs> some music. Just um, do a quick 25 up top. Yakking it. it. We, had to, we had to catch up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To, That's the best part so of any long. podcast. Uh, now, to the, In fact, my goal for this show is to slowly edge out the music. The music portion. <laughs> Uh, you bring one song. <laughs> That's, That's enough. That's enough. out. You said premise. six, and I was like, are you really going to work six songs? And I think we're going to slowly transition this into a gambling and fuck around podcast. <laughs> this is a sports betting podcast? <laughs> that would be the dream. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we're hemorrhaging uh, listeners as I say this. <laughs> They're like, we only like the music. Um so uh, I hit you up because you posted about uh, George Strait, and I was like, so few comics post about country, and I grew <laughs> up loving country. We're going to have, um, at some point, uh, our buddy Tyler Snodgrass on, because he just started a podcast with Danny Maupin about country music. Yes. Oh, really? Trying to, like, I should listen to that. Take this yeah. podcast and shove it. Yes. Oh. Yes, or take this pod and shove it. One of the two. That's but, a good um, title. And uh, I was talking to him last night at Cobra Club, which I forced myself to go to after flying all fucking day, Um, because I had to get drunk. Um, uh, Anyway, uh, but I was like, oh, my country music is the perfect thing for this show, because it's just so easy to shit on. It is easy to shit on. I have a lot to say about it. It's interesting because... I actually hate George Strait. <laughs> I like that one song because Am- it- so it was Amarillo by Morning. That yeah, you exactly. Okay. Where yes. where there's like a sick beat drop in the middle. Yes, it's, yes. it rocks. But mm-hmm. so we're about to talk about Towns Van Zandt, yes. who is outlaw country, mm-hmm. and I often think about George Strait as in law country. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's like country for your in laws. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, my my family loves George yeah. Strait. They like are super into it. 
I grew up loving George Strait, but it's like it's a bop, but it's yeah. music about nothing. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will say his, he has some old shit that is his old music good. is fantastic. I, like the song that made me like. Well, I was into him because of the bullshit. Like, because yeah. I was a child, I liked. Where the, did you grow up? I'm from Indiana. Okay, so that perfect makes sense. place. I'm to from love. rural, rural New York. Yeah. yeah, people don't realize like when you say New York, they think of New this. York City. But if you drive. For I'm from hour. four hours north, yeah. near the literally near. I grew up 15 minutes from the Vermont border, like yeah. maybe an hour from Canada. Mm-hmm. 1,600 people. There you go. Very small town. <laughs> people don't really. Tim has a joke about it, but it's like everywhere is just Indiana. <laughs> like, <laughs> except there's like five places that aren't Indiana: <laughs> um, Chicago, so <laughs> New York, LA. After that, it's like yeah, you're in Indiana. And he says, uh, I can't remember which place, but he goes, yeah, that's Indiana with a mountain. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so it's like I was, I grew up uh, partially on country and then it, like I got more into like pop and rap and stuff as I like got into my teens. But I loved like the check yes or no song from George Strait. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. super into. I know that one. But the song that I still stand by, we'll probably do an episode on him at some point, but uh, I think it's called You Look So Good in Love. And it's such a like tragic ass song where he's um, talking about his ex looking so much better now that she's in love with someone oh else. Yeah. That's sort of oh, what I love man. about country music. I have yeah. a big theory about how 9 11 ruined country music. I think that there's, a, that's a, I already see where this is. I mean, yeah, the, you're probably I mean, abreast of the, th- I think it's a popular take. I've never heard somebody say that before, but I mean, the Alan Jackson song, obviously, Toby like it Keith. got, it, it the Toby all Keith, got, the Gavin. You know, yeah, it got way more politicized after that. It became a right. It became very thing. nationalistic, yeah. a right wing thing, and it's funny because so much about country music is about anarchism and it's about being left by the government and it's about having no one. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's very much sort of from you can see how it could easily radicalize somebody left, but we sort of took took yep. a right turn after nine <laughs> eleven. Yep. That's a that's an interesting take. I've not heard that. So I don't like, like modern. I like really dislike a lot of modern country music. Yeah. I mean, I love obviously like Leon Bridges stuff like that, but that mm. more sort of goes towards the Americana folkling yeah, of yeah. stuff. But they just don't make country stars like they used to. There are no Emmy Lou Harris's. Yeah. Do you listen to Cocaine and Rhinestones? Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah, good. yeah. So so good. To wreck a podcast on our podcast? What? <laughs> <laughs> never been done. No, can't be. Uh, <laughs> that can't be us. Uh, <laughs> No, I it's it's tough with I don't like any pop country anymore. I don't like nothing that would be on modern pop ra- like country yeah, radio. Yeah, exactly. I'm into like Florida Georgia Line shit. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god, like Zach Brown bands. Yeah, I hate all that shit. <laughs> Those are government funded bands. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like you yeah, know how yeah. you know how the CIA wrote Winds of Change. Mm-hmm. I love that. Great podcast about that. Great, yeah. pod- great <laughs> podcast by the way. That's a, cr- podcast, that's a crooked uh, media. I've heard that. Okay. Yeah, he's like my favorite um, nonfiction author. Yeah. I genuinely think he's great. I also really like his other podcast, um, the foreign policy one, but. I genuinely think that those are like government funded yeah. bands. <laughs> sure. This is why wanted our chicken fried. <laughs> well, because, because they get people mad about like really small things. Like yeah. Towns Van Zandt songs are about like, you know, I have nothing. I'm alone yes. in the wilderness. It's about like loss and it's it's really epic poetry, sort of of a Don Quixote style. Yeah. And now Country music is very much about like I have my beer and my dog and that's all I need. <laughs> yeah. And it's like if you don't think about if you're not 
analyzing your emotions. Mm-hmm. Toxic manhood. Uh, let's get into it. <laughs> it's literally getting drunk on a plane was it's a huge hit. Yes, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly. Putting your toes in the water. That's like the most emotion a man gets yeah. these days. Yeah. It feels like that movie Dog feels mm-hmm. like the perfect encapsulation <laughs> of modern That country. is the perfect encapsulation of modern country. <laughs> did anybody see Dog? Is it out yet? I think it did it's well. It's not yeah. out yet. No, I don't, I don't think it's, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I, it's, I, I will go see out. it. I want to say it'd be so funny. It did better than Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, dog movie. Uh, and also the respect <laughs> for the military is something that is yeah. is only in recent country mm-hmm. that is so anti-country to its core. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is out. It's uh, box office 66 million. See? Wow. wow. Must love dog. Uh, Channing Tatum, <laughs> Reed Carroll. I don't know how they proved an original indie film. What the fuck? Original indie film? Come on. What did they spend on it? Uh, that's a good question. I wonder if I can see that on the wiki. Uh, $15 million budget. Oh, wow. that's what? actually really this? not that much. I wonder how much the dog made. <laughs> <laughs> they, kid, they killed the dog. Come on. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You know, in Air Buddies, five of those puppies died. Oh my god! I used to do what a joke about it. Air Buddies. Air Buddies. The, it's that? like the Air Bu- the Air Bud series. There are like five sequels. I only and one about is about the puppies. Yeah. And on Air Buddies, the movie, a bunch of the puppies died. Damn. Oh my! god. And I used to try to do a bit about it, but people did not think it was funny. Tommy's <laughs> loving this story. <laughs> <laughs> you hate dogs? Well, I'm scared of them. I hate them. <laughs> hate would make isn't, me a bad guy. But isn't, isn't fear <laughs> the core of hate? This is something. a Yoda quote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Yoda. Quote. <laughs> Fear leads to anger. Uh, anger leads I'm like, to that's the Dalai Lama? <laughs> Dude, we got to talk about Deep Water on the Patreon. Oh, I still got to watch oh, it. Oh, fuck. All right. Yeah. We'll oh. another time. Have you seen Deep Water? I'm about to. But oh I've been God, reading a lot about it. I can't stop thinking about it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the most insane movie I've ever seen. Sorry. I'm like fully, I just finished an ice, a cold brew and I'm cooking. Um, and we're all running on zero sleep, which is yeah. really sort of leaning to the mania. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Well, you picked a perfect hungover yes artist. yeah we're really gonna doze off Which, a little bit here thank you for that uh-huh you picked a a very much a sad boy story i looked very up much a sad boy. so this is gonna be an appreciation episode i yes. looked up towns van sant he's sucks. got a crazy life story you <laughs> um, looked up down towns van sant sucks just that's this is the type of research we do on the show because <laughs> we either do episodes where people make fun of the artist oh, oh, and oh. you're defending against that or an appreciation of someone who didn't get, get enough yeah which okay. i feel like is more where towns van sant yeah. uh leads because bob dylan loved him like he was a huge fan and st- like i from reading about it uh there's some there's some fun stories but uh it sounds like he was respected by his peers pretty well but uh definitely just never... a songwriter songwriter yes a songwriter songwriter but lived in poverty for most of his life which is weird because uh, from what he I was born read, rich yeah he was yeah. born rich so, so yeah yeah go ahead, go ahead well it's just it's like a ch- it's a choice yeah, yeah 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 it's strange um but yeah he decided to not because at the it, what i was reading is like at this time everybody was signing with a label and putting a like a record you had to do go through labels and he refused to do that so he didn't do go through studios he just made music and then ne- never had any success from it because not that he wasn't successful at all but like it sounds like yeah he just chose to live in poverty yeah it's interesting because it's like something i think a lot about specifically with comedy is that to get ahead it really betrays a lot of my personal politics yeah like you really just have to be sort of a capitalistic dickhead obviously you know that's 
a magnetization of it, but like sure. it's true in all business. And so mm. in towns, I see a very specific choice to opt out of that cycle yeah. because he knew what it meant to have money and he, it didn't really appeal to him. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, it's an interesting move. Um, he also, you know, struggled with a lot of mental shit. And they zapped him. They zapped him? Yes, what? yes, they yeah, zapped him. That. Yeah, and it, yeah. it affected his long-term memory. For oh, our, It was shit. a big, that's it's sort so of, sad. it's so sad. Mm-hmm. But that line in, in Poncho and Lefty, when yeah. he's like, um, Lefty can't sing the blues anymore like he wants to. Uh, that's sort of about Towns. Yeah, mm-hmm. damn. It was about him the whole time. <laughs> it was about him the whole time. It's crazy when songs are like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, th- now that you've uh, mentioned it, let's go ahead and hear a little bit just to get, because there was only, I saw a tweet that was someone who was like, who, I couldn't tell if Graham was kidding. I think that was his attempt at humor. Yeah. He's um, not a very funny guy, <laughs> our buddy like, Graham K. He's <laughs> like a dry Canadian thing we don't get. <laughs> it is uh, not working for me. No, no, no. He must have like a tattoo or something. Like he must like love him. Yeah. That's guess. what I thought. Yeah. It's like he's probably maybe he pitched it he might have pitched him and then we turned him down <laughs> and then he's pissed a lot to unpack with old grandma um i'll text him later and get to the bottom of it uh all right so poncho and lefty is the first one you said and that's the one that comes up a lot when you that's Google. his that's his mea culpa i think mm-hmm. all right let's hear some of it let's give the people a taste Living on the road, my friend What's gonna keep you free and clean? Now you wear your skin like iron And your breath's as hard as kerosene You weren't your mama's only boy But her favorite one, it seems She began to cry when you said goodbye Sank into your dreams Well, Poncho was a bandit, boys His horse was fast as polished steel Wore his gun outside his pants For all the honest world to feed But Poncho met his match, you know On the deserts down in Mexico Nobody heard his dying words Oh, but that's the way it goes And all the federales say That shit fucking goes It goes so hard It goes so hard So here's something about New York and LA I love to sing in my car Walking around here Not possible You gotta get a car I tell people this When you move to New York You gotta buy a car Just Just to to sit sit and sing (laughs) (laughs) It's true Cause I I will bump that song Screaming it at the top of my lungs Mm -hmm. And if I do that around here People like shoot her You know what I mean Like (laughs) put her down (laughs) Like those air buddies That was I didn't realize that (laughs) <laughs> That's they there was just no reason but I'm killing the dogs. They were bad actors. <laughs> it was tough the whiplash. So you're not on my uh, <laughs> not my tempo, yeah. Not my tempo. Um I'd never heard this song and I fucking loved it. Yeah. It's so oh, good. It's really good. Um, it's awesome. You should yeah, it's it really does remind me of the Don Quixote poem. Mm-hmm. And there's a great story where Towns was touring Mexico alone and he was he was driving around and he got pulled over by two Mexican cops 
and he didn't have anything on him and he, he wasn't famous really, but he was he able was able to convince him that he was a musician. He was like, Listen, I wrote this song. And they were like, Oh, that's so funny because people call me Poncho and him Lefty. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Have that's they heard great. the Emily Lou Harris one? Is that the Um no, so Emily Lou Harris is a cover. I believe that's yes. that's the one that made this one popular. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Dylan covered it. Somebody else. Steve Earl covered Steve it. Steve Earl too. famously yeah. named his kid after. Yeah, yeah. Towns uh, Justin so, Towns. Yeah. yeah. Who's um, good in his own, right? Yeah, it's uh no. The, there's a bunch of Steve Earle stories about Towns Van Zandt. They lived together for a while. There was one I found. I gotta pull this. up. Yeah, look it up. I don't know like too it. many. Uh, there, well, one there was a few. This one was fucking insane. So, uh, it says Towns Van Sant had a conflicted history with attention. He notoriously hated fame, but commanded the attention of a room during his live performances. Uh, he could also shift his attitude on a dime at one moment, jovial and another somber. Steve Earl recounted a time when during a small gathering of longtime friends, Earl felt the need to brandish a 357 Magnum handgun. Van Zant, who had many songs about the perils of bravado, went from cordial to brash. So he pulled out his own handgun, put some bullets in the chamber, put it to his head, and pulled the trigger three times. Uh, Earl, a young protege of Van Zant, got the message. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that really means. Like, oh, so I played Russian Holy roulette shit. to teach him a lesson. I mean, yeah. at that point, you're just looking for an excuse. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Also, one man Russian roulette is yeah it's with multiple crazy. bullets. Well, it's, too. That's crazy. bananas, it's, and to pull like, it three times. He's like the <laughs> yeah. roulettisto or whatever. Was that, that, was that the name yes, of it? Yeah, God, yeah, I yeah. fucking hated that. I, <laughs> I liked it. I know, I know. There's a one man show called the Roulettisto. It's not called that. <laughs> it's not. No. I thought it was. That wasn't the name. Of it. <laughs> I thought it was the Roulettisto. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, there was another one here. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a few here. So, uh, Van Zant's interesting history with Bob Dylan in many ways disproves the narrative that he went unappreciated much of his tragic adult life. The comparison uh, between the two first made a splash on the cover of Van Zant's album uh, released in the 80s, At My Window, released in 87. Um, that's when Steve Earle's infamous quote somehow made the sticker for the album. And the quote is, Towns Van Zant is the best songwriter in the whole world, and I'll stand on Bob Dylan's coffee table in my cowboy <laughs> boots and say that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and apparently now Steve Earle very much regrets. No, I don't know life. how I, I, this is a hot take. <laughs> it's, yeah. Bob Dylan overrated. Oh, shit. Damn. The fans are going to be. I don't be... like it. <laughs> <laughs> Let them come for me. I have, I've said this to friends before, but it's like, I need somebody to make me like a good playlist of Bob Dylan. Because it's too, the catalog is it's too, too big. It's too vast. But once you I get into it. like the, the hits, it's much easier to expand in. Mm -hmm. And it can be nice that he has so many songs. Mm -hmm. But excellent, excellent songwriter. So many of his songs are better as covers. Damn. I hate to say take. it. take. Hot take. Tweet at us if you have an opinion. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> we want to hear alone. from you. Tag Ellery. Um, all right. Uh, um, let's see here. There was one more. Oh, yeah. So this, by the way, this is not. Um, it says tormentoring uh, Steve Earle, which oh, is not a good pun. Uh, not a good pun. What is, what is this site? Oh, wideopencountry.com. Great website where it's my homepage. Um, <laughs> so uh, it says that uh, Earl adopted Van Zant's drug and alcohol habits too. 
Uh, so bad. That's such bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just copying him. <laughs> I would never have tried this drinking stuff. <laughs> My mentor did. <laughs> this is so bad, in fact, that the Van Zant actually visited Earl during a rare moment in which Towns was sober. And Earl said, I must be in trouble if they're sending you. <laughs> <laughs> That's I love that. That's, That's a great fun. line. Steve uh, Earl, his, Justin was a heroin overdose. Oh, yeah, shit, I didn't know that. The the story is that Steve Earl got his kid into heroin. Oh my god. That's uh I mean, tragic. listen. There are worse things. <laughs> than dying of heroin. Than dying of heroin. <laughs> At least you could share it with somebody you loved. That's true. That's true. And you have something uh hey, I wish I had a dad <laughs> to do heroin with. Just to have a thing to share with. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe it took me that long to get there. <laughs> yeah, my catchphrase. Um, I hate to stick it out of here. <laughs> I know. You I'm forgot a for a man. second. <laughs> it healed something in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's hear another song. Uh, let's go to I'll Be Here in the Morning. I picked, I picked his most popular songs. There are deep cuts, but... With this podcast, I would like to convert some people. Yeah. Yeah. You already... Hey, yeah. I, so, I don't okay, give good. it away. So like, not necessarily like my absolute top tier sure. favorites but the ones where i'm like okay come into the yeah. club hey yeah. you understood the assignment because <laughs> that is the goal although people have many different strategies on this uh on the show but i like i like that one let's hear i'll be here in the morning well, there's no stronger wind than the one that blows down a lonesome railroad I know. I've never wanted. He's the only person I've ever run into who makes me want to be from Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, man, that is so good. He fucking he rocks so hard. I feel that way about Beto. (laughs) (laughs) You got really into skateboarding. Ted Cruz. (laughs) Oh my god! Shut up. He holds up those books. Uh, uh, that is so good. I know he's so. It's hard because I'm. I'm really not allowed to DJ parties, uh, <laughs> or like have an ox cord in a car. But it's so hard for me to not sing along to that song. Like he's just so melancholy yeah, and yeah. like, mm. and he's really such a lyricist. Wait, was that in Euphoria when I t- typed? Was in it in Euphoria? When I looked at or when I typed it in, maybe that might ruin it version. for me. I think Fezco. <laughs> you hate Euphoria. Not that I hate Euphoria. Just so I'm sort of like. If I wanted to see teenage boobs, I'd put it on the internet. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd, I'd, I'd put it into Google. I don't need a whole HBO show shot on yeah, film yeah, yeah, for it. Yeah. 
I enjoyed the show, which I is uh, I didn't like. The, it's like watching yeah. Degrassi, but it's, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I have a hard time watching better. kids in trouble. Like I it makes that. me very nervous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm it sort definitely of like, stressed me out. It stresses me yeah. out, and I'm like, what happened to huffing keyboard cleaner and going to the mall? You know, <laughs> just like yes. kicking it back. Yes. Um. Yeah. I. It's funny, like seeing the discourse about it because so many people are mad, or they like. They're mad that other people are mad, and it's like it was just a fine. Like it's not that good, but I mean, it's, it's like, just a regular shot. It's yeah. just you know what I mean. It's just it is shot really well. It looks cool because yeah. it's like a twenty four shit. Right? Yeah, it's beautiful. It was yeah. on film. Yes. Yeah, I did not know that. that Absolutely, is cool. which is sort of like a really analog. Which is sort of why I like Townsend. Yeah, it's such an analog uh, sensibility. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I saw the conversation restored on film, and I was like, I that that shit is exactly sort of what wow. I feel like I want to encapsulate and as far as my tastes go it's kind of gene hackman with the saxophone is kind of my yes life. oh really <laughs> I, like the ripped apart apartment like all the time. okay <laughs> okay i want to get into that <laughs> i do want to get into that that's very interesting because he's like a super paranoid psycho and he's just mm-hmm. like playing the music and because it's the only thing that he has it's always got left it's always yeah. got left <laughs> and it's also the only thing that he has agency over mm-hmm. yeah i like that um, one of the comments on this song's like lyrics, <laughs> um, it's from Aristotel- Aristotelian says, I can't help but wonder if the guy is lying, perhaps intentionally, <laughs> perhaps to himself. No question. He sincerely wants to stay for this woman, but he also has the impulse to go. Mm. I'd like to think he stays, but I'm not so sure. <laughs> I Keep love this writing. I know. I was like, it, does that guy have a job to get to or this something? Is, like, he's just it's also like, commenting on them. It's like a, it's one of those sites. It's songsmeanings.com where there's two comments on this. Like, <laughs> no one else is going to see this, man. I like, like how he does the Sex in the City. I couldn't help but wonder. I couldn't yeah. help but wonder. Also, he posted this July 17th, 2015. The last comment on it and the only other comment was from 2006 <laughs> like you're not gonna have a conversation on here man he just Very discovered funny. towns and had something to say <laughs> and i there's weight to it towns was married three times in love wow. for uh, a fox by the way a fucking fox he no he was hot let me see he was foxy yeah look him up toxic masculinity right there i assume you had to be talking about one of the women yeah yeah no i'm sure that they were all foxes uh eh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here. Oh yeah, he looks cool. He's smoking a cigarette. We all know that's cool. It is cool. It's coming um, back. Anytime I see Laura Peak smoke a cigarette, I'm like, God damn it, yeah, I gotta get into that. It looks cool. I tried to get into it once, couldn't didn't. He take. couldn't pull it off. Pull it off. <laughs> he threw up. I he like smoked he, too many cigarettes. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. We'll we'll tip the cap. And I'm also like, do you think singer songwriters get so much pussy? Oh yeah, are you kidding? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of they, course. They seem because it's like it's the good version of like the guy at the party with the guitar who also fucks, <laughs> and he's not even cool. Yeah, like, so um, true. Yeah, and I bet you can. Bet. There's a lot of projecting where you can sort of like project onto that singer that whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Let's hear some more music here. Uh, the next song we got here is Fair the Well. Okay, this is the first Towns Van Sant song I ever heard. Ooh. How I got into Towns Van Sant is it was actually a Spotify recommendation to me oh, when really? I was in high school, wow. which is a really uncool way. <laughs> I wish I had like some cooler story, but I was a big 
you know, folk Americana fan. I've learned so much stuff from that. Yeah, they're all going to be the way to do it. It the is the pretty Discover good. Weekly. Yeah, Joe that's Rogan exactly it. Yeah, Joe Rogan yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the best. This is Joe Rogan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that's all I was listening to. It's just to. different episodes recommended to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I now am questioning the vaccine, <laughs> which I was not doing before. Really? Because I'm buying brain supplements, but I think that they're working. <laughs> Here's what I discovered weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so you discovered this through uh, Spotify. Spotify. This Rack. this was the very first Tom Van Zandt song wow. I ever heard. At the time, I was fucking really heavy with like Americana folk music, like the Kingston Trio. <laughs> so embarrassing, but yeah, and that's just sort of in that vein. All right, let's hear it. Fair so that's Sean Kingston and who yeah, else? that's Sean <laughs> Kingston. No, it's like grandparent music. Oh, yeah. Fare thee well, Miss Carousel. Clown still hanging around, but it's plain the laughter's all died down. The tears he tries so hard to hide are flowing. And a blind man with his knife in hand has convinced himself that he understands. I wish him well, Miss Carousel, but I got to be a going. Won't you come and get me when you're sure that you don't need? I'll stand outside your window and proudly call your name. Well, the lady's been told that all the gold is worth so much she can't be sold. No time to weep, she'll need her sleep tomorrow. When she carries her face to the marketplace and bets it on the opening race, she can ring her bells, Miss Carousel, but her singing brings me sorrow. Won't you come and get me when you're sure that you don't need me then? I'll stand outside your window and I'll proudly call your name. That's fucking great. I, I love, love that, that you're sort of like DJing. You're like, damn. <laughs> He's laying it down. Another one. Another one. <laughs> that you know? song rules. Oh, it rules. It's Dude. so, it's like coke, It's like crack cocaine to your brain. It's like, <laughs> you, I can listen to it always. Also, it's twangy. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But not, yeah, in, yeah. not in like, you know, not cheesy, any though. sort of put on way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's also so fucked up because he's like, as soon as you don't need me, then I'm there. I love that. Won't you come and get me when you're sure that you don't need Which me is then? sick in the head because it's like, that's not what a relationship is. No, no, But that's no. towns for you. <laughs> there you go. You know, he's that's he's a towns. wild man. That's our towns. Fare thee well the drums in that you. song are so good. So too. good. Oh. So, so good. And when it really starts taking off. And yeah, also the metaphor good. of like a woman who's a carousel or a relationship that's mm-hmm. a carousel. Yeah. Like you keep getting on, it keeps going round, but it's not changing direction. Very yeah. good. So Very good. good. Very good. I know. My toxic trait is being like, if we were alive at the same time, like I could have <laughs> fixed him. I could have fixed him. Yep. You could have. <laughs> uh, this doesn't work. I was going to say, uh, you would have been like, is there a Mr. Carousel? <laughs> would Do you need a Mr. Carousel? <laughs> <laughs> it would go the other way. <laughs> that's so funny. But he would sleep with women that he met at con. He would like, that's how he found different oh, loves oh, in his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait, what? They do that? <laughs> 
All uh, I'd have to do is get really close to the stage and just stand there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. That's the move. Do you boys ever go to concerts feeling like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. And I like... Uh, yeah, I've never at all <laughs> thought like, oh, this singer is going to see. The only time I've ever felt like a singer, like a performer saw me on stage, I used to have a bit about it, but I saw Aaron Carter <laughs> in like <laughs> in like 2013. Doing like Aaron's party? He did Aaron's party. Of course he did Aaron's party. How old are yeah. you at this point? I would have been like 25. Sicko. Or <laughs> It was at uh it wasn't like an Aaron Carter show. It was uh the Boys Town like festival oh. that they oh, would okay, have every okay, year. Okay. Uh that was like it wasn't Pride, but it was like around then. They would have like another outdoor summer festival and uh it was ten dollars and I got right up to the front and saw Aaron Carter and I could I felt like he could see that I wasn't into it. And then he turned it up a notch. <laughs> you negged him? Yeah. I, I think he just saw my... Because everybody else there was like, fuck yeah, it's Aaron Carter. Also, it's like, who gives a shit? I used to like have more... like I used to have more fun like th- would talking about Aaron Carter, and then his life has become so, so tragic. So chaotic. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not, not funny anymore. Good. Yeah. His no, life definitely. is very bad. He's I very feel like that's unwell. more of a female sort of experience where I know a bunch of girls who like went to the One Direction concert as like a 13-year-old and shaved their vagina just in case. <laughs> see that is like (laughs) yeah i've never i yeah i'm trying to think if i've gone to any show and been like oh i'm gonna stand out here (laughs) like i don't think it's i don't think that's the case tommy you you i mean i've definitely you hooked up with taylor swift right (laughs) you hooked up with taylor swift i did shave for that (laughs) (laughs) i've definitely been in shows where i'm like i'm in love with this Person. Woman singing, yeah, sure. but Andy I've DeFranco. never thought that she was going to <laughs> notice me. Yeah, yeah, I've just yeah. been like, I will move further back in the room to make sure that we don't make eye contact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so sweet. Uh, all right, let's hear some more music. We got a few more songs here. What's the next one? What is the next one? That's a great question. Next one is Rex's Blues okay. Live. I like the beginning to this one. This one is fuck. Oh yeah. Okay. Fucking awesome. Here's something about Towns Van Zandt. A lot of his live versions mm-hmm. are even better than the the recorded ones mm-hmm. because they're so full of texture. And what I love about this one and the next one, Dead Flowers, is that you can hear the audience. Yeah. Singing along a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bare heart. Bone stuff. Barebone stuff. It's awesome. Here we go. Rex's Blues Live. This song's about uh, this good friend of mine named uh, Rex Bell, who used to own half this place. You hear uh, the phone ringing? <laughs> it's called Rex's Blues. Okay. <laughs> Rex's Blues. If you cut cards with Rex and you get a three, he'll get a two, you know what I mean? I don't know what he means. It means he'll get a level card. Yeah. I know. Well, but like, it, it bothers me because I was like, well, what game you play? Yeah, exactly, maybe like, you need a two. Tom is like golf rules. <laughs> he's he's a, a down on his luck fella. All right. That's, that's what I'm gathering about this Rex guy. <laughs> Down through misery, leave your low come time to go. 
alone and low as low can be. If I had a nickel, I'd find a game. If I want a dollar, I'd make it rain. If it rained an ocean, I'd drink it dry and lay me down dissatisfied. It's legs to walk and thoughts to fly. Eyes to laugh and lips to cry. A restless tongue to classify all born to grow. Grown to die. Mm. That one is uh That one fucks heavy. Yeah. That one fucks real heavy. He that's coined a the good term making it rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was every, I love that. every time I listen to that song, I'm like, was that a was that a term back then? Like is I don't that, think I don't it think is. So. No, it can't mean that. It has to. What else? I feel like it can't mean that. But it's that. like if I wanted money, I would make it rain. If I won a dollar, I'd make it rain. And if it rained an ocean, I'd drink it dry. Yeah, I don't know. Lay me down dissatisfied. Yeah, I do like that. I also like when people talk about drinking an ocean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's like the Wilco thing. The tallest um, seltzer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a Wilco thing. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's that one is great, but it was uh, on a what looks like to be maybe a rainy day. Coming. Oh, the perfect, good, perfect, yes, perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's so warm and so mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, somebody in the comments said that they kn- knew this guy that... Uh, oh, Rex Bell? About. Yeah. But, I've never looked uh, him up. Yeah. Who knows? He's a slumlord. These people in the comments yeah. are supposed <laughs> to get threes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> also, Townsend is well known for his finger picking, like his oh, guitar finger yeah, picking. Yeah. It's one of the things he's, he's most known for, and mm-hmm. it comes across so lovely. I'm a big guitar person. Like, yeah. I love Chet Atkins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like Chet Hanks. Is that <laughs> Chet <laughs> Hanks? Oh, my <laughs> God. That's so funny. That's so funny. He's so my good. Uh, uncle was his math teacher. What? Whoa. Yeah. Wait, in a. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. So he went to uh, college with my fiance. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. how old is he? Uh, Your fiance is like 19. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke we make about Tommy on this show. <laughs> <laughs> nope. we... Now it's officially you. No. You have the Sorry, curse. Sorry, I switched the. <laughs> he passed the baton. <laughs> Can we tell the story real fast? Yes. You Which slept one? with a 19 year old? You know your story. <laughs> <laughs> No, the TJ one. Oh, this was so. Did we not tell this on the podcast? I don't yet? think we did because oh we have. I don't think God. we've done one. No, since, you're right. Yeah, this was so funny. <laughs> so it's a running joke, and the, the joke on the show is always that I'm a yeah. <laughs> and, of course, and of course, there's Which always a true. little truth to every joke. <laughs> Where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> <laughs> but so we were playing recent guest uh, Tanel Joe Kim. Yeah, we were playing basketball uh, uh, outside, right across the yeah. street. Um, yeah. Which is very important to the story, right because next to a school. It's right next to a school, yeah, and they right. they have recess there, which is why Tommy <laughs> insisted on playing. Like, like, no. <laughs> so I hit a three, yeah. and TJ goes, "Oh, the pedophile!" <laughs> like super loud. I was like, "TJ, there is a school right there." Are kids there. Everywhere. <laughs> That was so funny. It was That's so funny. funny. Uh, That's classic, so deeply funny. Classic podcast moment. It was very. I could not stop laughing. Uh, I totally it's all fun and games until you have to move. Yeah. Yep, yes. Yep, exactly. There are only certain zip codes they're allowed to live in. Um, all right, we got we got one more song here. It is called "Dead Flowers." Man, this one's good. This is this one is really good. List. This is a, a later one of his. Which is pretty interesting because it's 
first of all, you can tell how much more advanced he is. You can it's a live version, mm. so you can tell how much more the fans really like him. Yeah. And then also it's in like the latter third of his life. So this song is really looking back at his life and thinking mm-hmm. about all of the like drugs, women, mental yeah. illness. It's interesting. Let's hear it. probably his most like when people think of country that's probably his most traditional country self i guess yeah less like folk inspired but wait is this written by it is a a rolling stone song yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but he sings it it it's so good yeah Yeah. that's a great song and he also completely flips the genre it's awesome yeah Yeah. it's so good um what a playlist uh, yeah that is, yeah. It's such a good cover. That is a great cover. That's so good. I love, I love that's it. my guilty pleasure is cover songs. Yeah. 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 It's pretty embarrassing, actually. <laughs> I I love <laughs> Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. I don't know that. They are a punk cover band that does bat mitzvahs. Oh, wow. And they cover Jewish, <laughs> genuinely Jewish sure. religious songs as yeah. punk cover. Oh, they rock. God, yeah. So and they do a bunch of mainstream songs and stuff. Like yeah, they have a really yeah. cool cover of Jolene. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah! Or Danny's song. Oh, it's remember, awesome. Did you listen to all those like pop goes punk? Yes, like, all that stuff? absolutely. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Tonight Alive has a version of Little Lion Man that like oh, really? <laughs> I used to work in a lot of kitchens, and I would yeah. always like put it on first thing in the morning, That's super so loud. <laughs> I was thinking about Little Lion Man the other day because it's like there is something to that genre of like. Because that, that's who is that again? Mumford that's Mumford and, Mumford and Sons. Sons, yeah. And like the clapping folk shit, but all they had to do to make me like that is say the word fuck. <laughs> and I was like, this is cool. That's like, so funny. Do you know Grace Spellman? Uh, sort yes. of. She yeah, calls yeah, that yeah. clap stomp hay music. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I told yeah. the story when we did Mumford and Sons, but I worked at a radio station, or I interned at a radio station in Boston, the alternative station, and it made me hate that song yeah. because I had to like clip in. 
just the chorus of that as like the bumper to their mm-hmm. podcast. Uh, so I yeah. li- and they had the radio edit of like the fuck, which is like it was like some uh, weird way they edited it, and I just had to listen to it like a hundred times, and, over and I could never listen to it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was one of those ones where it's like a sound effect where it's like you really it up. Uh, <laughs> it's, so bad. it's like a fart noise. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tommy's in there with a the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, they made me do trying it. to have fun. <laughs> yeah, you have to do it every time. <laughs> I forgot you were a Boston guy. That's funny. Mm. Went to yeah, how long were you in Boston? You went to school. Well, I was for... in Massachusetts for four years. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do we have any overlap or no? What um, years were you there? I was there like 2008 to 2012. Oh, okay. I, I was there 2014 to 2016. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see here. So uh, that ends the playlist. We do have some comments from the peanut gallery. Jared was unable I think to. We only got, like, one tweet. Nice. Yeah. Our uh, our regular segment. Uh, they went to Jared is canceled this week because he is at baseball. Hold <laughs> good for him. Uh, good for him. I think his, he's, he's got a solid baseball? team. Yeah, he said I'm at baseball. <laughs> he's he, watching a baseball he, team. He, co- he coaches his son's <laughs> yeah. team. Um, Sam Vance wrote. Uh, oh wait, this is from before. It says thank you, Tommy, for telling me what uh, NME stands for. What does uh, it New stand music for? Express. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Until what does it stand for? New Music Express. It's New like music the big Express. British music uh, oh, journalism thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Matthew Potter says. I don't have anything about this artist, but Tommy was texting me some stuff about Russia that I don't agree with. <laughs> Say it on the podcast, Tommy. Say it right now. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we said He's that we're pro. transitioning into like the Tommy's into horses or something. I can't that remember what it was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. stick to that type of <laughs> No, I think it would be so funny to just come on and <laughs> just say the weirdest thing about russia that you could think of <laughs> well we do have Zelensky's going to come on and defend yeah. <laughs> nickelback <laughs> that would be, that, not kidding that would Finally. be the most popular podcast yes. in the world for that day That's oh my a, god so he takes former the time. comedian <laughs> He would be yeah, so right? yeah, 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 yeah. And finally, a main feed Nickelback episode. That'd <laughs> Apparently, be good. he's going to do some Zoom thing for the Oscars. What for the Oscars, yeah, guys? Crazy. It's a war. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Larry Huffman says, "I have dead flowers on my desk right now." Oh, oh. Uh, you say we just got one tweet besides the grandma yeah, the one. Denim boys said, "I zant by." <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. And then Graham said his little fucking joke. Whatever his fucking joke was. We don't do those type piece of jokes. Of shit. Piece of fucking Canadian shit. Uh, all right. We do have some on the Facebook. Um, and if you want your comments guaranteed to be read, get on the Patreon. We need you over there. Uh, David Twitty says, one time I was having lunch with my family on a restaurant patio where they had a guy playing really bad acoustic covers of country songs. And I said, this guy's name should be Towns Van Cant. Ha, ha, <laughs> no, ha. Nobody thought it was funny. <laughs> That's a good bit. Bad family. Yeah, bad family. <laughs> bad family. <laughs> bad family. Um, Written off. <laughs> out of the will. Out of the, out of the will, genuinely. Get a dad to do heroin with. And, uh, <laughs> You'll create some great music. <laughs> Uh, I do think heroin is the key to being a good musician. <laughs> I'm not, not, not joking. Let's try it out. That, that's what's missing from modern day music is mm. there's not enough heroin. Opium yeah. is out of the picture. That's interesting. Everybody's on Adderall now. <laughs> yeah, that and that does not a good music create. No, just um, annoying music. Very focused music. <laughs> very yeah. focused music. Math rock. Um, <laughs> it is math rock. People yeah. use formulas to write music and you can, you can tell now, uh-huh. which is why this is like, it doesn't really rhyme. There's a lot of slant. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Musically, yeah. it doesn't always make the most sense. Mm-hmm. Hard to tell when to stop playing it. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. A big drop. Genuinely, as far as Tom's Van Zandt goes, for me, it's like I listen to sort of bad music and I'll listen to so much of it that I'll really start to like it. And then mm. I can't tell. I'll try to like bring people into this world and yeah. they'll be like, please stop playing this very loud banjo. <laughs> Wait, what's the bad stuff you listen to? Like... I just really got into an Irish Republican rap group that is sort of like the Beastie Boys. They're sure. called they're called Kneecap. Okay. And they're, they're very loud and yeah. they hate British people. I'm sold. Yeah. You guys should take a listen. I, okay, so I'm, I'm seeing this guy right now and I played it for him because I was like, this is so cool. It's like really interesting. It's not very good. And he was like, this is the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. He's like, it's so loud. But he's I British and Protestant. Do you want to check yeah, it out? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. He was like, listen, I grew up in England. <laughs> Did you guys see that fucking thread, by the way? I, I am mad at... And it, I know we have some British listeners, so hey. Where is this going? Uh, defend your country because I saw this fucking tweet. Uh, it was this woman who was visiting New York and made a long list of like... Oh, yes, I saw that. I saw England was better. London is better. And it's like one of the reasons was that there's too many restaurants in yeah. New York. Oh, I saw that. And I was like, what do you, what do you want? Many what are you talking about? It made me so mad. Because it's like... Look, there's a lot of things to shit on New York for. It smells like piss in some places. There's some rats places. everywhere. And there's bad yeah. stuff about it, too. <laughs> Look, I'm You're a big pisshead. <laughs> that's what we, call, we used to call our fans piss freaks. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm reading a book about bag. a train robbery in Victorian England, so you got your own stuff to worry about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you secure your train before like, you start looking at you, you know... Based on statistics, the most violent uh, rule of all, England. So yes. let's let's yes. start at home. Let's fix our teeth. Fix come back. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> all right, we got a couple more comments here. That was my little British rant. Uh, <laughs> that thread pissed me off. Um, Brandon Ream says, "Easily my favorite of all the Van Zant brothers." Um, <laughs> okay, is he related to Steve Van Zant? I looked He's it not. up before yeah, because I was also curious. And they're such opposite vibes. Vibe. <laughs> but I but. Equal, equal, and opposite. Like, if I wasn't a Townsend fan, I'd love to be a Steve Van Sant. Do you yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, something I think about a lot is I get really jealous when I'm at like a store and the person in front of me gets called big guy by the cashier <laughs> because I kind of want to be a big guy <laughs> yeah. or just have somebody see that in me. Sure. And I feel like if I was Steve Van Sant, people would call me big guy all the time or <laughs> yeah. chief. I'd get a lot of chief. Oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, you wear those bandanas. Yeah. Yes. Get a lot yep. of chief. You have yes. like the mug dresses. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he gets he's a goofy ass dude, but he gets to be part of Springsteen and The Sopranos. Like, what a, yeah, what and I'm also like, like Springsteen, just, goofiest ass dude in the in yes, in the yeah. world. Famously boycotted by the New York City police because he played that song uh, about twenty one shots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Cool guy. Cool guy. Um, okay, we got just a couple more here that I'm going to read. We got uh, Jeff Lewis says, "Amazing songwriter and a true slice of all American music." Jake Rubel says, "Waiting around to die" is an amazing song. Agreed. I almost sent that here, but. We had some other stuff to talk yeah, about. But yeah, yeah, that's a great song. Uh, and the last one I'll read here is from Dan Mindenall, who says, quite possibly the best songwriter of all time. Poncho and Lefty is probably my favorite country song ever written. The way he paints a picture in that song without ever really giving you any information on the characters is incredible. Steve Earle's album of Towns covers is highly recommended. I know. I haven't really got into it because I think it'll make... I have a real problem with grief and loss. Yeah, yeah. And their friendship it'll just send me off Sad. yeah i need like a weekend yes um well that uh that brings us to the end of the show which is where uh you get to give us your final thoughts on uh towns van zant i almost said steve van zant, steve van zant. <laughs> i go uh, off on the wrong one yeah what what do you got for us um 
lovely, complicated, beautiful encapsulation of the human experience and so interesting his relationship to like wealth and fame and capitalism and something I think about a lot specifically as it pertains to Towns Van Zandt and sort of writers of that degree is like there's they can't really survive on the world that long like mm-hmm. they're just such a raw nerve yeah and so you know he went through so much and it led to such great music but I can't say that I would want anybody else to do it again just because oh, yeah. his life was so hard yeah yeah he was here for a good time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not even like that, good, that good. Not even that good of a time. That's really what I mean. Not even that good of a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to be a gentle soul. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, well, I do think uh, eat the rich, so I don't really care for him. Um, but, <laughs> no. Nepotism, baby. Yeah. Literally. Like, oh my god, that's so funny. You're like industry plant. <laughs> industry plant. <laughs> No, uh, this was a great playlist. Like I said, this is an appreciation app. We don't need to rate yes. the playlist, uh, but it was it was great. I'm like, I came into this knowing nothing. About, oh, good! About I'm so Dance. happy that I can introduce You've you. Converted a fan. I really loved it. It was great music. It was um, the perfect. It was the perfect day for it too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was like it's so sort of dreary so and it's here. dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's like, easy listening. Yes, or not so easy it. listening. Yeah. Very good. So, uh, thanks so much. For Thank you so on. much and for having is, me. Is there anything you'd like to plug on the old way out here? Oh, I mean, we're doing Funnelingus second Sunday of every month in LA. If you're around, otherwise. You hate women, so. <laughs> um, I will be in Austin, Texas. Please fucking come to those shows because the plane ticket costs more than I will be making. Yes, <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> it's so goddamn expensive. So that's the middle of um, that's the middle middle of April. Let me check that. It's fifteenth and sixteenth. I will be at Cap City, so come to that. And then I'm gonna be in. Little Rock, Arkansas, Fuck yeah. uh, the 27th through like the 30th. It's a long trip, so get out there. I've got some more. I've got a bunch of uh, random dates coming coming along. So uh, Helium Indy, I'm coming to uh, the Helium in uh, Raleigh that they have. And uh, what else? Just go to my website. I'll put I'll put stuff on there eventually. <laughs> and then, uh, good God, if you're in uh, New York, uh, Easter Sunday, come along Ooh. to Union Hall. Shame on you. <laughs> no, this is how to celebrate. Yes, uh, Tommy, what you got? Um, I will be doing an hour at the Gutter in New York on April. Hey. Whoa, are you taping? Um, doing a, not like an official one, but but you're gonna a, be taking, yeah. But it will recording. be taped, yes. Hell yeah! And uh, very excited about that. There's gonna be a full live band. It's gonna be the Christmas Boys Band that you might have yes. seen at Union Hall. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And then I also just wanted to take a quick moment uh, to say rest in peace to Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for the yeah. Foo Fighters. I feel like I've made fun of oh, that band a lot yeah. on the show, but I do mm-hmm. love them. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I agree. I've seen them like three times, and like I kind of gone on Dave Grohl and that band, but yeah. uh, he's a great drummer, and uh, he's great in that Alanis Morissette documentary too. So just rest in peace. Very sad. Rest in peace. I forgot. I wanted to start the show off like that. And I yeah, yeah. It's, it's also uh, tough to start the show it's off It's weird. With that. Yeah. It's a better yeah. ending note. Yeah, yeah. But truly incredible drummer and seemed like a very cool guy. Yes. All right. Well, thanks again, Ellery. This was a great time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Get on the Patreon. We'll see you next week. Keep it crispy. Bye. (laughs)